Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Uh, with my first pick in the second round, I'm going with Anthony Davis. You sure you want him to be your teammate? Uh, I, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm very sure of that. <laughs> right. is, is, isn't that tempering? No, no. <laughs> Shots fired, uh, and you're up. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Joe is behind the computer. This is Craft Brewed Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, mute your computer and tap this keg of sports knowledge? I, I am off my game. <laughs> Minuteman madness. 
Yeah, let's let's tap it. You feeling all right, man? You gonna, nope. you gonna make it? You gonna I'll make it, it but okay. I'm not feeling all right. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around to see how cold medicine reacts with beer. <laughs> I, I, I'm coming through. in hot. No medicine. Ooh, that's a bad idea. You want me to go get you some whiskey, man? Nope. Okay. <laughs> that's a, also a bad idea. Joe, how you feeling, man? Swell. <laughs> Lots of coughing and a sniffling. Yeah. I'll just try not to do it in the mic. Yeah. All right. Cool. I wish we had a... I said try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do it at least at least three times a show. This is true. You do. Uh, fantastic show for you guys coming up tonight. Uh, we are drinking a beer that we've been waiting for for a long time. Brought to us. Uh, Tyson went and picked this one up for us. So this one is a lot of pressure, a lot of buildup on this beer. We'll see how this one does for us. We're going to be talking some NBA trade deadline. Yeah, and NBA in general, just all the NBA, all the tampering. Uh, there's a story in Upper the Deck. There's a story in Upper Deck this week from my hometown that I can't wait to talk about, uh, as well as some other fantastic stories. As always, be sure to share out the show, help us out. Uh, shout out Twelve Ounce Sports Radio. If you guys are listening in, feel free to. Uh, Text us at any point, 44037-DRUNK. We'll open up the drunk line later on tonight. And you can also uh, leave comments here on Facebook on these, on these sweet watch parties we got going on. I was waiting for the DJ Airhorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no DJ Airhorn? Okay, okay cool. cool. Uh, all right, all let's, right. Talk, uh, let's talk great about uh, Would You Rather this week. So the Super Bowl obviously happened. <laughs> it was a thing that we sat through and everybody witnessed. You it, didn't. You, the, didn't the, you sleep? No, like just crashed. I watched it. Oh, did you? I watched it all the way until the start of the third quarter, and oh, then okay. by the time the fourth quarter started, I checked on Twitter. It was I looked and I'm like, oh, fourth quarter starting. Oh well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> that was that. Well, it was a snoozer, but uh, being that the Patriots won, a tradition continued every year since the college football playoffs started. Either Alabama or the Patriots have won the championship. They're alternating years. If Bama wins, then the Patriots lose. If the Patriots win, then Bama has lost the, uh, the college football playoff. So, brings us to this week's Would You Rather. Would you rather Bama win every single year and keep the Patriots from ever winning another Super Bowl? Or would you rather have the Patriots win every single year and keep Bama from ever winning the national title? This is a tough call. Both of these. Now, I will preface this by saying Joe is not happy with these options. Joe wanted this to be the Patriots versus the Warriors, and which dynasty you you didn't you wanted to see stopped more. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's that's accurate. But I feel like because there's this back and forth between Bama and the Patriots, something's got to give eventually. So, which one of these two hated teams do you want to to see block the other one from getting another championship? And I feel like this is going to come down to whether you like college football or the NFL more. That's going to be the deciding factor in most people's votes, in my opinion. Because if you like the NFL more, you want your NFL team to do better. So you're going to say, yeah, fine, who cares? Let Bama win every year. I don't care. But if you're a college football fan, that, if that's your sport, you're going, to, you're going to pick the Patriots to win every year. Or does your hatred of Bill Belichick win out over everything? So many questions. Hate Where are you leaving, though? Right? There's so many evil characters between both teams. This is really a lose-lose. Right, yeah. seriously, I wouldn't want to see either just continue to win. Yeah, it's... N- neither one is a good idea, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean... It, it, oh, man, gun to the head. I don't know. <laughs> I'm uh, have to think about this. I haven't... I haven't voted yet. Ken Ken so. ch- uh, chimed in. He said Warriors. So Joe Ken is on, <laughs> on your side on that one. Uh, and then Shuddy also... Uh, 
put out there the uh, the Patriots based solely because Ohio State has a legit chance to win, and the Bengals have no chance. So why even bother going against the Patriots? That's a fair point. When you uh, when you cheer for a garbage team, uh, why even bother? You don't have a chance. Get your votes in. Uh, you can vote on Twitter, Facebook. I don't think I put it on Instagram this week, uh, but Twitter or Facebook. Get those votes in, and we will reveal the winner by the end of the show. Let's talk about this beer. Yeah. <laughs> You finally, there's finally some reaction from Scott at that point. Yeah. Like, all right, let's talk about this beer. This beer is brought to you by Listerman Brewing Company here in Cincinnati. This is my favorite brewery here in Cincinnati. This was a, a limited run beer that they had called Smorty based on uh, Rick and Morty. It's a, a s'more stout. So there's chocolate, marshmallow, vanilla, nutmeg, 7.5% ABV, which is a little light for Smorty. Normally, or uh, for uh, Listerman's. Normally, they're like big hitters. They come in at like the 8, 9, 10% range. Really? So this is a, yeah, it's a little I had many Listerman's, just the nutcase porter that we did on the what, very first episode. You've never had their Chacao? Nope. <sighs> Missing out. Yeah. Fantastic brew. Yeah, no, I just, I'm never really down in this area, so I don't get to list them in too often. Right, we'll have to do Chacao on the show here one of these days. Works for me. Uh, but this one also, uh, really good rating, 4.18 caps on Untapped. Our boy Tank actually rated this five caps. Ooh. When I was looking at it, I was like, okay, Tank really liked this beer. <laughs> Tank's a fan. Uh, let's go to Joe first. Joe is not a stout fan, doesn't like stouts at all. What is your opinion first sip? Seems a bit tame. Wow, that's a shots fired. Yeah. Okay. Tame in what way? Like, just no flavor to it. No. I don't know yet. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully your just wa- tame. Hopefully your one ounce that you're drinking will uh, give you a good idea. <laughs> uh, Scott, through the cold, how are you feeling? Uh, it's 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 solid to start. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will come out and say, uh, there's always one. There's always one that gets lost. I don't taste no nutmeg. No, no nutmeg at all in this no. one. Yeah. Not uh, much vanilla either. Yeah. Marshmallow. Uh, I do I do get the marshmallow and the chocolate. I was just going to say, uh, vanilla tends to, to get lost if you've got a, a mix of the other two, because on these porters and stouts, the chocolate always seems to shine. And so if they try to add vanilla, that kind of gets muddled yeah. a little bit. But the marshmallow's there, so that's good, because we've complained about other s'mores beers and marshmallow-claiming beers. Right. Because marshmallow tends to get lost, but I can taste the marshmallow. Uh, but, you know, it's... This it's, is one of those. This is start. one of those that we'll see as it warms up if yeah. one of those flavors I, come out. I have a feeling that's what I was thinking. As I'm going to wait a little bit on uh, the second one just to let it get up to room temperature a bit. Just yeah, to see if some of those flavors pop out a little bit more. But yeah. it's a solid start. That's it sure. definitely is a solid start. Uh, I think there are good flavors to it. I will say it's a sneaky uh, seven. If I don't, it doesn't taste too boozy or anything. No, it doesn't. You know what it tasted like when I first took a sip when you were a kid did you ever take the the hershey syrup bottle and just drink straight from the bottle yep that's exactly what this tasted Which, like at first what child didn't do that <laughs> i don't know a sheltered kid oh okay so, <laughs> some some kid whose even, parents even my broke family had hershey <laughs> some hershey's some kid whose parents bought him the, like the the powdered nesquik we had both 
Because uh, you know what, I, I like the. You never did it. Uh, I just want to say that you guys haven't let your kids have chocolate milk yet, so <laughs> to squeeze or so I'm guessing they won't. <laughs> they will, That's but fair. just not now. Not now, not not at three where I can't control them. Yeah, it's gonna be where no, I, I like. I like both though the the pop and the squeeze. I actually preferred the I preferred the powder for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying like I would just drink the syrup straight. Like I right. would, you can't do that with the powder. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did take spoonfuls of the powder. It's good. I do that with chocolate milk too. And or, not chocolate milk, but uh, cocoa powder. <laughs> uh, Derek's uh, in here. Derek, bro. He says hello. What's up, Derek? Uh, Ken says if you did that as a kid, you still do it at 3 a.m. You damn right, Ken. That is 100 percent true. No doubt. There has not been a time if it's in the house when you're drunk. Coming in the house at 3 a.m., you're like, what a, oh, chocolate syrup. <laughs> Just take a quick hit of that and go lay down. That's the way to go right there. <laughs> a quick hitter. <laughs> uh, Smorty by Listerman's. We'll see how this one holds up. This one is kind of a legit. We'll see how it holds up. Yeah. Um, no, um, I know. I'm curious. I thought for sure this was going to be, all right, let's temper our excitement, hold it in, try to let people think that maybe we might can this at the end of the episode. But it's legit. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it develops. Yes. All right, let's get into Upper Deck. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. And Upper Deck is always is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, and they're owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes who are sports fans just like all of us. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time, every time. If someone's got a better price, they're going to tell you straight up. Not just sports and concerts, though. They'll help you out with tickets to any event you want, and they'll sell your tickets for you. College basketball is here, so be sure to hit up Minuteman Tickets for all of your Xavier, OSU, and UC basketball ticketing needs. Eh, maybe not so much Xavier. Go like them on Facebook <laughs> where they do weekly giveaways of merchandise, sports and concert apparel, and even tickets. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com. Give them a call, 614-943-3000. Avoid all the fees. That's 614-943-3000. Uh, Minuteman Madness is starting up soon. And we are trying to break our record from last year. Yes. Did we? Was it 250? I think we, we had 250 to? or 260, something like yeah, that. We want was- at least 300 this year in the yeah. group uh, 300 we need 300 people to join our group we have not set it up yet that'll be coming soon but you guys get in you tell your friends we to get are in. their friends we we're, are we're, we're doing some, this thing huge we're hearing some interesting prizes coming from Minuteman. there's some trips planned lots yes. of autographed merch uh the group is going to have some specific prizes yes. some autographed merch some uh maybe some shot glasses uh, there's co- codes for Tavor yeah, coming. Yeah, Tavor even jumped in on this, so this is yeah. definitely the one you want to get in on. It's uh, going to be big. You don't have to worry about Wait, setting uh, things Sorry, up. it's going to be huge. <laughs> you don't have to worry about like the football pick them, setting things every week, set it one time. Uh, so, well, and- set it one time and then be pissed after the first day and you'll be done. <laughs> I mean, that's generally how it goes. Basketball. You just set it the first day and you're out by the, the, the second round of games. <laughs> that second session, it's always like, yeah. screw it. I don't yeah. even care anymore. Bracket's been burned. <laughs> And now I just hope nobody wins. I yep. hope nobody, uh, Duke loses every game. Screw it. That's how it goes. Uh, Derek, Xavier won't even be in it this year. Yes, so I, I really don't care. care yeah. I'm just going to pick names out of a hat for my bracket. Like You've at this point, why not? Uh, Derek's asking uh, what we're drinking. Uh, Derek, in case you missed it, this is Smorty by Listerman's local. I hope he missed it if he's asking you. Or he wasn't paying attention. Anyways, oh. let's get an upper deck. <laughs> he better be paying attention. <laughs> All right, well, the, the still Bowl. counts. <laughs> Touche. Uh, the Super Bowl sucked for all of us, but it sucked even more if you're the infamous Better X. Better X, who uh, uh, was made famous in the last couple years when he, he made millions. 
on uh, the Astros Dodgers World Series, and then when he also made a few more millions on the Super Bowl when he bet the Eagles. Well, this go around not so lucky. Bet the Rams on the money line. Cost him a cool four million. <laughs> yeah, wrong call. Dang, uh, man, that one's gotta hurt. Four million. Now, I mean, the funny thing is, if you do the math, he won about twenty-eight million dollars last year, so he's still up yeah, quite a bit. Good lord! But yeah, I mean, I can't stand to win. I can't stand to lose a ten-dollar bet. That's why I'm not a gambler, and so I can't imagine ever having the stomach for four million. No matter how much I was worth, four million dollars to gamble away just. Oh, it hurts just to think about. That sounds so brutal, man. Yeah. That is such a bad beat. It is. Oh man. And I mean, why would you take the Rams in the money? Ah, whatever. That's- it's a weird bet, but I mean, I also wouldn't question the guy that had won twenty eight million on other bets. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Uh, oh man, that's brutal. All right, let's let's talk a little bit more Super Bowl. Uh, we know that it was super boring, and while everyone had their own jokes on Twitter. Um, or rather a joke someone else made that everyone tried to pass off because if I had to see one more person tweet out Maroon 5, Patriots 3, Ram 0. I was that gonna, was uh, all over I was like, you place. didn't, you weren't the original. Right. Stop tweeting this yeah. like it's your own. That just kept came, coming out. I thought, I was it like, is it just me? No, everybody was like, Haha, look how clever I am. You didn't think of it, bro. Yeah. Stop acting like you thought of that joke. Ugh. Well, anyways, the Sacramento Kings, what, what? The NBA, they may have won the internet when it uh, came to this. You know what? They suck. They're my team. I can say that. <laughs> but they frequently win the Twitter game. Yeah. It, isn't it funny that like terrible teams always have awesome social media? Gotta be good at something. It's, <laughs> Got to be good at something. It's just that self-deprecating humor. Yeah. And that's exactly what the Kings did. So Monday against the Spurs, they decided to poke fun at the lack of highlights in the Super Bowl. They're, uh, by using their social media team, they tweeted out, in the spirit of yesterday's thrilling hashtag Super Bowl, we're going to make sure you see only the absolute most exciting highlights during tonight's game. Then they proceeded to tweet out the weakest, least compelling highlights <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Uh, they tweeted out an uncontested rebound. There were just three kings around the rim, nobody else, and they were like, a defensive rebound. <laughs> <laughs> They tweeted out an inbound pass, like a half-court inbound pass. That was it. They didn't even show the rest of the play. They just showed the pass being inbounded and then moved on. Fundamentals, baby. They showed a layup. Speaking of fundamentals. Right. They showed two made free throws. (laughs) And even winning a jump ball. That was their highlights for the night. Got to win the small things in the big game. You win all the small battles, you generally win the game. (laughs) And they did win that game. That's they won right. the game against the Spurs uh, with the best highlight reel I have ever seen on Twitter. It's <laughs> awesome, baby. King's gonna king. I just love when they're like uh, a defensive rebound, and it was just three <laughs> kings around the basket. It was so fantastic. Well, moving on to baseball, because there's a lot of baseball to talk about this week as we approach spring training, but um, we talked oh, about the Marlins yeah. quite a few times in this space over the years. For non-Marlins fans, we spend a lot of time talking about them, and it's always because they're doing some minor league stuff. <laughs> they kept that up this week. John Heyman uh, went on his Twitter account and reported out that the Marlins were, quote, Aiming to boost attendance by improving the in-game experience. 
So you're thinking, oh, okay, well, all right, we're gonna get mean? some There's like good stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, some TVs in there, a, a, new, a craft beer bar. All right. So hey, they, the, maybe they'll try out the beer delivery system. To oh, your there chair. you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something like that. Anything to make that stadium better because it's an eyesore. Well, not anymore. Now Inside the now the uh, now the the thing is gone. The statue. Oh no, it's still an eyesore. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, continuing his tweet, um, they are holding auditions for an in-game host. A uh, public address announcer, uh, oh, anthem okay. singers, uh, and wait like for everybody, Marlins mermaids. Oh, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Oh, end quote. Because <laughs> baseball needs cheerleader-ish things. Uh, okay, so the the first one, first of all, I, do they not have an in-house announcer? Yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, I thought that was why weird. are you just running? Uh, like, but it totally makes sense. Jeffrey Lurie probably cut that. I mean, probably he, he yeah. cut everything else. He's yeah, like, we don't need a PA announcer. <laughs> we don't need organ music. We don't need anything. None of this means anything. But, Skeleton crew for these games. Right, right. One guy to sell popcorn to the entire place. <laughs> There's only twelve people here, anyways. Who cares? <laughs> it's true. There's no line, so what does it matter? We don't even need people selling. You guys can go to the one concession stand we have open. It's fine. We got Chick Fil A. We got Chick Fil A here, and every day is Sunday. Uh, yeah, I was so confused by that because I was like, "Wait a second, do you not have a PA announcer?" But then I got to the Mermaids post, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, that's a thing." It's so minor league baseball. Listen, here's what I want to say. Um, Jeter, if you want to go back a few episodes to the punishment episode, I was rocking a mermaid bra and looked pretty darn good in it. So I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for being one of these Marlins mermaids. But also, Marlins. Like, what do they really have to do with imaginary creatures? (laughs) (laughs) It's a stretch if ever there was one. They're both in the ocean? If one existed? Classic Marlins, man. Classic Marlins. Terrible. Um, all right. Well, let's go from classic Marlins to classic Youngstown. All right. Because this story uh, from my hometown, my uh, shout out to my brother for finding this one, putting it in the Craft Root Sports Facebook group last night, because as soon as I saw it, I was like, yep, that's going in the show. Last night, there was a, or this week, there was a high school basketball game between East High School and my old high school's rival, Ursuline. One of the basketball players from East was charged with rape back in December, like a 16-year-old kid. Yeah, so it's a, a pretty big deal. He went into the JJC. He was bailed out. They told him, you are allowed to go to school and home, and that's it. You, you were going to put an ankle bracelet on you. You're under house arrest until your trial, all that good stuff. Well, um, apparently, he thought that meant he was still allowed to play basketball because... School and home, bro. This <laughs> Not his school. This at, was an away game. I mean, it still <laughs> happens at school. They a weren't school? specific. They, were, they weren't specific <laughs> enough. You didn't tell me which school. You right. Just, <laughs> you just said a school. Um, so yeah, he was seen this week in a JV basketball game with his ankle bracelet on his ankle. He was being monitored at uh, the stadium. Bro, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. That might be a fashion statement. I don't even know that I'd bat an eye at that. I'm like, is that what is that what's in now? They, they were, is that a fashion accessory now? An ankle bracelet? Cool. Is it, did he buy that from Kanye? Is that $600? Right. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. I mean, in the NBA, for KCP for the Lakers played with one on last year. So Did he not? really? Yeah. I did not know that. I, I, no I, I didn't know that either, but I mean, again, you know. 
I have so many questions. Why is this kid still on the team if he's facing rape charges? That was the number one That's question. Like, what is this coach doing that he's like, no, it's cool, man. Yeah, go ahead. And then second of all, why are you risking your freedom for a JV basketball? It's not even like he was playing varsity. You're playing the game before the varsity game, the one that nobody goes to except for the people who have kids on the team. Nobody goes to the JV games, and you're going to sit there with your ankle monitor on? Dude, that's unreal. For the love of the game. <laughs> I mean, that, that's all it is, right? <laughs> love and basketball. I don't know if there's much that I would be like, yeah, I don't care. I'm breaking my house arrest for this. Like, There's not anything I would if I was on house arrest. Because <laughs> I'm on house arrest. And if I do, I'm going back to jail. So, guys, work at home. That's all they told me I could do. That's it. That's all, right, all I'm, I'm going to call into the show. That's it. <laughs> well, you'd be fine. We'd come here and do the show. Everything would be good. That's true. I could still come downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So ridiculous. Uh, by the way, Ken says the MLB should force the Marlins to move out of Miami because they've been a constant rebuild since 97 World Series. Had some good teams, but always gets blown up. Uh, that's know. incorrect considering they won the World Series in 2003, but whatever. Well, maybe that's the one. He's talking about the 2003 rebuild. <laughs> Ever since then. Whoops. Although they did, after that World Series is when they just started selling everybody. It was just like... They did that twice. Cool. We got the rings. After 97, after 97, they did it. And then won the World Series in 2003. I figured, hey, it worked the first time. Let's do it again. <laughs> it hasn't quite worked out since then. It's been a long drought since 2003. But then again, in terms of most teams, how long of a drought is it really? That's a good point. Yeah. Braves haven't sold everyone off. Haven't won since 95. So, you know... Yep, the, Marlins, the Reds. Yeah, Marlins have thing. two in that time. So <laughs> if, if I was any other league, I, I, if I was the Marlins, I guess, and they'd be at the league meetings and everybody would be like, they're a disgrace league. would be like, hey, when's the last time you won the World Series? <laughs> oh, that's right. There's about five teams in this room that can talk. The rest of you can shut up. <laughs> but then they go and do something real minor league baseball. Right, yeah. Kind of, it ruins all uh, Should he wants to know if the kid from Youngstown put the shackles on his defender. And he also wants to know if the kid played Lockdown D. <laughs> Dad jokes. Dad jokes. He had to be careful not to break his ankle. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Moving on. All right, sticking with some hoops, though. Uh, John Wall, he's famous for doing the Dougie since he got to the NBA. That's about it. He went to Kentucky, so that was the I thing. I said since he got to the NBA. I know, that was a thing. I'm just saying, that's know, a thing. But in the NBA. When I think, when I think John Wall, I think... Kentucky. So do that's I, it. and that's I a problem. <laughs> oh, but uh, when I think of right. his NBA career, I think he did the Dougie. Wait, wait, wait. No, he had his own dance. It's called oh. the John Wall. It was oh. a flex, not the Dougie. <laughs> it, it was you like wanna, you want to hand me your steal. card now. You want to hand like, me that card? All it was was a, it was all of a steal off the Dougie. It wasn't even original. <laughs> you just hand me your wait, card. Was now. it? Is that? Wait, yeah. Did all he, he did was he basically huh, just stole the moves off the Dougie and put a flex in there. That's it. It wasn't anything. Anyway. Oh, that's not even close to the Dougie. Anyway. I remember this now. I remember anyway, this way. No, dude's oh, been man. dude's been terrible. He's been he's had flashes as terrible of as thinking meaning, that was a Dougie. Meaningless games and whatnot. Okay, let's let's go back to the, the white mother history and see who's what, what the score is, bro. Anyway, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. Uh, What's Mason's name? Mason Leather. Nope, Betha. I know. I, I, I know. No, you don't. I'll, I'll don't never. Play for, it off. I'll never forget after getting it wrong. Come on. 
Uh, but anyway, this week he was walking around his house. I don't know. He claims he slipped in the shower. Who knows? Whenever these guys get injured off the court, they're always lying. So yeah. he <laughs> made he made up something about being hurt around his house. And he tore his Achilles. So he's done for a year. <laughs> Man, wasn't he already injured too? Like He's it, been injured a lot since he got to the NBA. Like a lot. Dude, <laughs> that is unreal. Right. But the funniest part is Bleacher Report had put up the story about him being hurt in his house. And Juju Smith-Schuster, yes, the NFL <laughs> wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, no connection to the NBA whatsoever, went on the uh, Instagram post and made a comment and said, bruh, what you doing at the crib? <laughs> Crying laughing. <laughs> uh, Wall was having none of it. Well, I mean, at that point, he's furious because yeah. there's another season gone. I mean, but he's still getting paid. Yeah. In fact, his max money comes in the starting next year. So for the next five years, he's getting paid like $30 million a year. <laughs> and he Whether, hasn't done anything. Yeah, I was going to say, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, he fired back. God, at, I need that hustle. All right. No kidding. At Juju, you, you a funny guy and all of that, but I'll see you around, bruh. End quote. So Juju hit him with the bruh. And he hit him back with the bra. Mm. Mm. Okay, it's, so it's getting serious. So if we're gonna have a fight here, if we're gonna have a and and not a boxing match, I'm it's taking the be guy a, who doesn't have a ruptured Achilles. Fully healthy. Oh, fully I'm, still healthy taking, I'm still taking the football player who takes hits for a living. That's what I'm saying. You <laughs> yeah. don't talk smack to a dude that gets beat on a daily basis. <laughs> like that's the wrong guy to talk trash to. He's battling CTE weekly. Right. Yeah, he's, he's a little <laughs> crazy. This is the same guy that went trick-or-treating around his neighborhood as himself. That's not a dude that you want to mess with because he is clearly not right in the head. He also had that crackback block against the, the Bengals. Yeah, Vontez. Yeah. Took him out of the game. I mean, anybody that could take Vontez out who's not a small dude, I'm not fighting that <laughs> dude anytime soon. If I'm John Wall, as brittle as he is, I'm not fighting many people. But I feel like John Wall would fight dirty. John Wall's definitely oh, no, a dirty no fighter. no doubt, but he would still lose. Because yeah, he's brittle. Maybe. He'll do that flex and just sort of like punch him with okay. <laughs> He probably tried. <laughs> All right, last story about for deck. There's a Cincinnati businessman who is opening up a new venture uh, near downtown, a beer spa. This story came out this week, and it, I don't know how I feel, but I, I mean, I kind of like this idea, but basically this will be a full-service spa, and it's focused on craft beer, which you don't really equate the two like if i'm thinking i'm going in for a massage i'm not also thinking about having a 12 percent stout but this guy thinks that's what you need to do uh, once it's open groups of eight can reserve one of two hot tubs filled with fresh water infused with hops and other ingredients used to make beer so basically you could just brew yourself with seven friends in a hot tub nope <laughs> there's gonna be four in-house taps hot oil massages and a sauna all the nope for the the hot tub bar. i don't get it like I don't, apparently I don't part of that apparently it's supposed to be good for your skin and they say uh, there's like nope. over in germany they do this a lot but i i first of, course of all they do in germany first of all i don't know how i feel about sitting in stew water with eight friends already nope, that, hot tubs already are strange as well, it that, is that's where i like, stop this is <laughs> hey we're organizing eight people getting in the hot tub with you no because <laughs> you know I don't, care, I don't care what you're putting you in the know water one of your friends is gonna be like we get naked right it's like dude no, come on man even if they're not their balls are in that mixture <laughs> no thanks well almost a half hour almost a half hour before we got a market explicit <laughs> Balls isn't explicit. <laughs> yeah, 
have we've had this talk with Catherine Miro. You oh, can, you we can talk about like you can talk. Never mind. Whatever. Anyways. Oh um, wait, that's right. We throw talking a Z about Z on context. it. Oh, if it's Z, like yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, it. Balls. Uh, Shitty says his birthday's in October, and that's his that's- gift this year. Just needs seven more. Who's coming with? That's the dude that's like, we get naked, right? <laughs> Tearaways right into the speedo. Uh, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Minuteman Tickets and by Tearaway Speedos. Not Tearaway yeah. Speedos, Tearaway Pants that expose Speedos. Oh. <laughs> Tearaway Speedos. Tearaway Speedos is way awful. funnier, though. It, it's, already, it's, like, awful. it's already like, dude, why are you in Speedos? And then he tears those away. Oh, don't worry. Oh, I'm God. not. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, don't, uh, I just don't, I don't understand That's the why appeal. this show just got marked explicit. I understand a hot tub if, it's, if you're by yourself or like with your wife or your girlfriend or whatever, your partner, but... I don't want a hot tub with my friends. That's so strange to me. I know people do it and I know whatever, whatever. It's so weird. And then to throw in that you're just literally brewing yourself. You're making your like a you beer. It's like, yeah, we're going to throw some hops and some yeast and you in this one. Balls beer. (laughs) No, thanks. Uh, the drunk line is open four four zero thirty seven drunk. Feel free to call in with anything you guys want to talk about today. We are planning on getting to some NBA trade talk. We want to talk football because you think it's over, but it's not. And we're going to talk these MLB rule change proposals coming up here. Before we get into all that, let's do our loser of the week. Can we do loser this week? Sure. Loser, loser of the week this week. Yeah. Scott, I'll go to you first. Uh well I'm I'm keeping it local or formerly local with uh Jeremy Hill now of the Super Bowl champion Jeremy Hill. Yes, yeah, sorry, I should make sure clarify. He, he, it's he like be being the upset. president for the rest of his life he's Super Bowl champion. Right. <laughs> Jeremy right. Hill. <laughs> uh Jeremy Hill was talking mad ish about Bengals fans uh on Instagram, put up a post that said imagine being Bengals fans right now and a bunch of crafting lying emojis. Uh, the dude carried the ball four times in the opening game and then tore his ACL. Um, he's got to get a, a ring from the Patriots because he was on the team, but he contributed nil Nothing. on the season. And, 25 yards, four carries and 25 and yards. And was That's what he talking-ish. Not only that, it's not as if he was beloved when he was here or if there was some type of disagreement between him and they couldn't come to a contract agreement because, you know, they just didn't. It was... Hey, don't let the door hit you on your way out. Bye-bye. It's so funny you said that because when, when you first put this in, I was like, why did he even, like, I don't know anybody that hated Jeremy Hill. And then you were like, do you remember the fumble? I was like, oh, yeah, everybody hated Jeremy Hill. That's right. They, That's they were point. already turning on him slightly prior to that. But after that, he pretty much was just terrible and did absolutely nothing. Yeah. And so many people were like, man, why do we still have him on the roster? He's awful. And then he goes and does this. And you're just like, it's just one of those. Nah, man. Nah. But, but Dre Kirkpatrick had Bengals fans' backs. Yeah, Dre Kirkpatrick <laughs> clapped back. <laughs> set, set up a post uh, the, responding saying, I wouldn't want to be part of a Super Bowl championship winning team if I didn't contribute. Which and is then, garbage because you absolutely would still want to be a part of that. And then he hit the, <laughs> he, he hit the shushing face emoji, uh, Adam. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's he just, also He also then... Uh, congratulated Rex Burkhead yes, on his Super Bowl win because Burkhead was on the team as well. Here yeah, in another former Bengal. Uh, <laughs> I, I, which I, I just find funny too because it's both of these nothing players. 
Jeremy Hill has done nothing in his time in the NFL, and Drake Kirkpatrick has spent a lot of time getting burnt in the NFL. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, you know, two guys that came into the league, high-profile names from the SEC, and, right. and did have done nothing, yeah, and battling just- it out on Instagram. <laughs> Over who's more petty? Is that the thing now, like to talk trash in your Instagram story? Because I, I think so. Let's just start talking trash in our Instagram story, like to other podcasts or something. Let's we start. A, let's start a beef via Instagram story. That's how they begin. I think that's right. That's what hey, we got to hey, do. Your right? episode was real not good this week. <laughs> <laughs> nice audio levels. Dot dot dot. Wouldn't Psych. Know, wouldn't have viewed. <laughs> Wouldn't have viewed that once if you had video attached to it. <laughs> All right, we're going to do it. We're going to start a uh, – let us know which podcast you want us to start beefing with via Instagram <laughs> stories. We will hit them with the worst trash talk ever. <laughs> Are you going to be okay, man? You look like it, you're not going to make it. I'm going to be fine. I just can't okay. breathe. Oh, all right. But other than that, I don't need to breathe, right? I'll Sports of all sorts uh, – Sketch tonight should be interesting. That'll be fun. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with my loser of the week. This week, I am going with Kobe Bryant. Always a loser of the week. Yeah, I know I know he's inducted into our Hall of Fame, but this dude had to be brought out for this because he came out this week during an interview and said that he is, quote, not a fan of James Harden's style of play this year. Uh, he went on to say that when one player dominates the ball – that team won't win a championship. Uh, Kobe, I don't know if you know what your career looked like, but it was basically you dominating the ball in L.A. Like, and it, any dude where their big thing is like, remember when Kobe scored 80? You can't then talk trash about another guy being a ball hog. This is just such a... Uh, it's so frustrating that Kobe's going to talk trash about a dude that wants to try to be... That, that, that's trying to put the team on his back. I mean, Chris Paul's hurt, so it's not like or he's coming back. It's not like Harden has a lot of help around there right now, so he's got to do it himself, and they're winning. Like, what do you... Remember when Kobe raped a girl? I do. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, that, that also makes him a <laughs> loser or whatever the week for eternity. So Joe, what were you going to say? You looked like you were going to come in before Scott came in with his hot take. <laughs> I just wanted to remind... Hashtag never forget. Uh, yep, fair enough. I just don't. I don't understand this thought of like talking ish on James Harden's style for the exact same thing he did his entire career. Here's the other thing: if you look at the stats, James Harden this year and and this year it's been like the James Harden show in Houston. Like he does it all. He's still averaging eight assists a game. Kobe never averaged eight assists in a year ever. His highest was like six in a season. Yeah. The, he, I think for his career, he averaged three assists per game. And you're going to talk trash about this, this dude? Come on, man. This would be like Jordan coming out and talking trash to somebody for decking a teammate in practice. <laughs> this would be like Jordan coming out and being like, listen, these guys that are betting on the side and smoking cigars, whoa, it is not whoa, cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Allegedly. <laughs> Joe, who's, Allegedly. Your, who's your loser of the week this week? Uh, I went with Anthony Davis's dad who called out the Boston Celtics for not being loyal to a former employee in Isaiah Thomas. And uh, while his son was demanding trades, saying where he wanted to go when he had no power and no loyalty to the Pelicans who had his contract. Sounds accurate. 
that is a, that's a terrible that's a terrible uh, take there. Just as well. NBA NBA fathers just coming in and saying things on behalf of their kids. Why coming did, in hot. Why do NBA dads feel the need to chime in on this stuff? Like, what are they doing? I don't know. College dads are out here dressing up for yeah, signing that's day. So <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, oh man! All right, so <laughs> Anthony Davis's dad. <laughs> Would you rather be the contradictory NBA dad or the college dress-up dad? <laughs> oh, that's a uh, man. That's a tough one. All right, quick. Which, th- which horrible dad would you rather which be? I would. I would probably rather be the college dress-up dad uh, because at least that is over early in their career. And then you still have. It's not even that though. It's just that picture lives on in infamy. Nobody will remember next year that his dad was talking about him being <laughs> not loyal. Like that'll just get faded away. That picture, we will. Le- that picture lives on on the internet. <laughs> All I keep thinking about is that black, that black father with that just Florida, the, that Florida the, shirt, the, the the jersey that didn't fit over the his terrible gut. Heisman pose. Yeah, I, I mean that's ingrained in my brain. I'll forget that Anthony Davis's daddy, who probably also has a unibrow, was talking ish. Does he have a unibrow? We got to find this out. Does Anthony Davis's dad have a unibrow? It's got to be a hereditary thing, right? But it could come from his mom. Ooh. Maybe his mom's got the unibrow. Ooh. Who? Which one of his parents? Where did the unibrow come from? Mm. Can we look this up? I don't know. All right, I'm gonna look Joe, up get on Anthony. that. I'm gonna look it up right now. Anthony Davis's dad. Uh, meanwhile, you guys can. Uh, Neither one know. of them have the unibrow. What? Neither one. Neither of them. one. Well, in the picture I'm looking at right now, neither one have a unibrow. So that means it's his mom, and she and she gets it taken care of. You never that's know. That's the answer. You know, nope. yep. that's it. She gets it waxed. It's the the dad would leave it because then it's like an, it, that's his claim. He could be like, "See, I'm just like my son. I, we got the same thing." But the mom's like, "No, I got to get this taken care of right here." <laughs> so it's definitely if neither one of them have it in a picture, then the, then it's the mom. He gets it from his mom. That's pretty sound logic. I like <laughs> Uh, Anthony says, dude with the mustache looks like Napoleon Dynamite's uncle. Uh, I think that's you, you Scott. I don't know who that is. Uh, uncle, uncle Rico. Rico. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> You've never seen Napoleon Dynamite? Off principle. Oh. What's the principle? Uh, <laughs> people saying that it's funny, although everything I've ever seen, just like clip-wise or whatever, I'm like, there's nothing funny about that movie. It's a, it, I, I will agree that I think people hype that movie up too much, and it did yeah. not live up to the hype that it, that it was, but it, was, it still had some redeeming points. Uh, I heard from a few people who are really big fans of it that it was one of those movies that you had to watch multiple times, and it became... It, it's funnier with each mm. additional viewing, but if That's I got never put good, it, yeah, right. When if you got when you got to invest multiple viewings to make it worthwhile, is not. Good. If I got to put in that much work, I just decided a long time ago. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Shitty says you suck and go home. Uh, so there you go. Shitty was That's one of those people I was talking about. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk Anthony Davis since this was NBA trade. By the way, do you want to put that up as a poll in show? Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, you guys can give us a call or uh, shoot us a text or comment below who you think is the loser of the week. Jeremy Hill for talking trash after nothing all year long. Kobe for saying that James Harden should stop playing like Kobe. Or Anthony Davis, uh, his dad, for saying that Boston is not loyal well, his son is not being loyal. Uh, Loser of the Week, <laughs> brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up and rep your team, be sure to go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league, plus NCAA, even local gear. So help out the station by going to 12OunceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's 12OZSportsRadio.com. And did we, Sell out. did we mention 
Minuteman Man. Minuteman Man is coming up very soon. Uh, Just weeks away. I am very excited. Here's I'm going to throw down the gauntlet and say that I will finish in the top three of the group. Guaranteed. You <laughs> <laughs> okay. got a ringer? <laughs> For real, though. Uh, no, I'm really going to do it, because here's, here's my plan this Wait, hold year. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you going to add two zeros to that? Nope. I'm going to finish in the top three of the group out of our 300 that we get. But I'm going to have my wife pick my bracket for me. That's my plan this year, because... N- she actually went one day where she had all the games correct, and I was like, this was when the, the whole... Well, yeah, but that's like one of the first two days. A lot of people can do that. But she ended up winning the office pool. Oh, it's always the person who, like... Doesn't know anything Yeah, about it's just like, yeah. ah, I like this team. Those What colors do they wear? Yeah, I'm going to go with them. They always end up winning the pool. What's so their I'm logo? Gonna, yes. Or they pick it like based on mascots, and it's like, well, a tiger would beat an owl. I've, I've heard of this school before. <laughs> I, I had that's how I'm picking my bracket this year. I'm just going to be like, hey, I babe, who are you losing like? last year? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought we were saying things that were just made up. You, you said you were going to finish top three, so I, I was just trying to follow suit. Sorry. Is that, is that not what we're doing? I'm going to finish top three. Joe, you want to chime in with something? Minuteman Madness, uh, which will be coming soon here, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. Follow us on all our social media. We'll post out the link like, as soon as that becomes Like top three of us three? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll be top. <laughs> no, that's why I said he was going to finish top three, but then he's going to put the two zeros after. He's like, I'd finish top three hundred. We had three hundred. Top three in the show. I will be top three in the show <laughs> for sure. For sure, that's a guarantee. Top three in the show without a doubt. Uh, but I'm going to say top three in the group. I'm I'm aiming high. I'm going to steal one of them prizes. If you if you finish top three in the group, I'll throw at the degenerate dartboard of doom. Mark it down. Uh, it's nine eleven p.m. Sell out. <laughs> I, I will I will do an off season throw at the dartboard for for a punishment if you finish top three in the group. <laughs> Wait a second, Shitty says I should ask uh, Mia Khalifa for her picks and then ask for picks. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah. that's a pretty solid that's a pretty solid uh, tweet tonight that you got to send out to her. Follow for that one tonight. That's that huh. punishment is set. <laughs> All right, let's talk NBA trade talk. Um, Anthony Davis. Did not get moved. <laughs> and the rumor now is that this was all just the Pelicans trolling the Lakers the <laughs> whole time as a way to ruin chemistry between the team. They started leaking out the offers, basically letting the Lakers player players know that nobody wants them there. They only cared about getting Anthony Davis. And it worked because you had Pacers fans chanting yes. <laughs> at Ingram the other the night. Best was that, so as great as it was for the Pacers to start chanting, LeBron's going to trade you, when they follow it up with... McGee? Yes. <laughs> You're not, not tradable? Not worth trading? <laughs> yeah. That was so awesome. That's some, that's some clever... Tip of the cap, Pacers fans, because that Seriously. was well done. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, uh, Davis does not go... Uh, there's a... A dark web theory going on here. Uh oh, dark web. Dark web theory. That's racist, but go ahead. That the reason why this whole thing happened is because the city of New Orleans <laughs> is still mad at Los Angeles for the that. NFC Championship game. I said that. Don't even make that you joke. You are the dark web. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's deep and dark. <laughs> racist. <laughs> I I don't believe that's true, but I love this idea that the Pelicans are just that all in on in the cahoots. Saints' pettiness that they're like, "Don't worry, guys, we got your back. We'll ruin LA for you." 
and I just start <laughs> just start leaking out the the trade rumors. Or even better, if Sean Payton went to the Pelicans and was like, "Look here, I got this idea." <laughs> He's still in his in his robe eating ice cream. Yeah, still hasn't turned off Netflix. Throws down the two hundred fifty thousand dollars on the Pelicans table. It all ones. How much is this going to take to be yours if you don't send AD to LA? But not just don't send them there. You also have to make sure that you you've mess got to with their ruin team the chemistry. city. Oh, good times, good times. Uh, <laughs> uh, the so yeah, do you, I mean obviously they they didn't move Anthony Davis. There was nobody that really bid on it after seeing what the Lakers threw out. Do you think this was an intentional move by the Pelicans, or do you I, think this was I, just? I think there's something to the whole. They did it on purpose, or like I don't think that they ever thought that it would get as <laughs> out of hand as it did this week because it got pretty ludicrous because then, you know, the Lakers had that really bad beatdown and LeBron was at the end of the bench by himself. Well, like, that was really hard to Everything watch. went horribly wrong for the Lakers this week from that aspect of team chemistry. Yeah. I don't think that they were that diabolical that they had that much foresight that all of this could happen, but I do think that they were probably stringing them along a little bit and were just like, because, I mean, the the genesis of it is that they were upset that they feel like LeBron and the Lakers, to a certain extent, have been orchestrating this basically for two years now. And, you know, this week with the whole leak thing, or what, two weeks ago, or last week, or whatever, whenever, the, whenever it came out, whenever <laughs> AD officially made it known, hey, I'm not, you know, right. going to stay here, I'm going to hit free agency and, and bounce, uh, that, you know, this has all been the plan all along. And so... The fact that the main player and that was the team that, you know, has LeBron James and has all of this to offer, you know, came knocking at their door and said, hey, what's going on? Let's let's make a deal. They're like, yeah, you know what? We're just not going to deal with them. And we're just, but we'll, we won't let them know that we're not dealing with them. We'll just screw around. And I mean, it was kind of screw around. I love this idea of NBA execs. It's, They're just well, like, I mean, yeah, we'll just mess with them for a little bit. Whatever. I mean, they did because the, the the trade demands kept getting more ludicrous to where it was like, oh, wait, you matched that? Nah, we, we want this. <laughs> oh, wait, you're considering that? Yeah, but we'll probably want an extra pick even if you agree to that. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll just stop taking your calls. <laughs> I mean, it was very strange the way things – and I count me as one that thought at the end they would do it all the way until the last hour and then both of them would finally be like, all right, let's get this done. Right. But I did think that, hey, no. Orleans, if they wanted to, could hold out this far, and they had the upper hand, and they still do, because now they can just sit back and wait for the offseason, and now the Lakers have to compete against everybody else. Well, but I, I still feel like this was the time, if you were going to get anything out of an Anthony Davis trade, like a lot, this was the time to strike. But the, pro, uh, the thing about it from my perspective, if you're New Orleans, is the only way you're getting an Anthony Davis-type player is if you draft him, because nobody's coming to your city. Nobody's going to take your money and all this. Right. And you're just the Pelicans. So what do you really have to lose? You have AD, and you weren't able to do enough to build around him to build a winning team. You, you, you didn't have the Golden State luck of having all these guys drafted and doing all that. You're going to lose him one way or the other. You, no matter what you get back on a trade, it's not going to match wait, wait, wait. up to... He still has 18 months left on his contract, so he's with the Pelicans for one more year. Right, okay. He's all next Yeah, yeah, he's yeah there they're the going to lose him. They can trade him next year. Uh, no, 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 I get that. Oh, but what I, or in what, the summer. What, what I'm saying is, from their perspective, is no matter what, 
we are going to lose one of the best three players in the NBA. And no matter what we get back in a trade, it's not going to equal value. And we're just the Pelicans. So the only way we can ever get a player of 80s caliber is if we draft them and basically luck into it more or less. I mean, that's the only way we're ever going to get it. So screw it. We'll just play hardball. And if we don't get the moon, if we don't get completely blown away with but the trade-off, that crazy that is, like, then we'll just, we'll just say, screw it, and we'll just let them walk That's what's crazy. You were getting the moon. Like, it was the L.A. roster for Anthony Davis. Like, and you're not winning with Anthony Davis. Like, it's not going to happen. To your point, you're not going to get these guys. So trade them, and, and now you've got all these pieces that you can work with and work other trades with and try to build something up. But instead, you just piss it away, and you're like, nah, whatever, I'm... We're not going to do that right now. We're going we're gonna to sit on him until next year when now you don't have that advantage of, well, at least he's got, under contract for a year. they this summer. This summer, they're, they're, they'll probably make the deal. But you're not going to get that same deal. Nobody's going to come in with that same type of offer. But they're going to get a decent Not deal. that type of deal. Boston's going to trade away their entire Danny roster. Danny Ainge already said that nobody is off limits for Anthony Davis. <laughs> Not a single player on the roster right now is on. Nor, nor should they be. <laughs> for Anthony Davis. That's what Danny Ainge said the other day. Every single person on the Celtics roster. Look, because he's go- got another be year on his deal, they still have a leverage. Like Now, after the summer, if the summer goes by and he's still on their team to start the year, then they start every day that goes by, they lose more and more leverage. But I almost guarantee 100% that he's gone from their team sometime this summer. And he's still, the funniest part is, it could still be to the Lakers because once the summer starts and all these other teams can get jump into it, then right. they get into a bidding war. The Lakers could still decide, oh, crap, we've got to meet their demand. Especially when the Lakers don't make it into the playoffs because right. they are in the 10th or they'll probably be in the 11th spot after being down like 30 right now to box right. that half. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're, if you're New Orleans, you, you could afford to not not do it. I mean, you really could. And if if all it was was to be petty and to be bitter at L.A. because you think that they've orchestrated this thing for the last two years, good for them. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because Ken uh, commented in the Facebook uh, watch party here. He said, what do you think the tampering penalty should be in the NBA or if there should be zero tolerance for players like LeBron for recruiting midseason before the deadline with heavy penalties? Um, uh, I don't know that you can penalize it because there's no real way to prove it. I mean, I mean, this one is I, this I, one. I, there's a lot of smoke around it just because AD's. Well, I mean, it's all very is, obvious. Yeah, it's, and these guys are all buddies, and they 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 all have these connections. But proving it is another story. I mean, because just because his agent is you know LeBron's friend LeBron. yeah I mean <laughs> that that doesn't necessarily mean anything when when you're looking at it from the outside I mean we all know that it means absolutely everything but what's to stop any of these guys from being on uh, texting each other and doing I, that stuff? I honestly no... like that doesn't bother me at all in terms of guys trying to recruit guys to come to their team and and come play with them like I know tampering everybody's like all up in arms about tampering but then I just I just point to Harrison Barnes getting traded in the middle of a game this week where it's like, Hey man, you're, you're playing for us right now. You're traded. Like as of right now, just sit down, sit out the rest of this game. It came out that they told him before the game and they asked him, do you want to play or not? And Harrison Barnes says, yes, I'll still play. Uh, They they told him, they told him, they told him that he was in that. If there was going to be a trade main, he was probably going to be in it. He was in trade talks, and they asked him, "Do you want to play?" Okay, well, wait, bench? that's different than you're traded. Like, well, if if well, it's, they, the trade wasn't, but they told him before the game, "Hey, we're in trade talks. You're a piece of it. Do you want to play or do you want right. to sit?" And and what the team should have done at that point is said, 
hey, let's pause these talks until after the game because to trade a dude in the middle of a game is brutal. Like, I think that is, you want to talk about Tamper, like, that's yeah, just At least wait awful. till he's got the ice on his knees. <laughs> right? Like, that's a, that's a terrible thing to do to a, a human, is, like, mid-game, be like, all right, ink's dry, that's fine, though. get I mean, him out. coming out to Sacktown, baby, we're building something. <laughs> Sacramento is kind of interesting after these Interesting these is a good word. They're, they're a team. The yeah, Sacramento that, Kings yes. are a and they, they are play, an NBA they franchise. play in the NBA and they are uh they play basketball. Yes. And there's But no they haven't been able to say that for about a decade. There's now. five guys on the floor at a time. They they are a competent they have NBA a coach franchise for and right players. Speaking of the Kings, a uh question was brought up. If you had to bet your life on a team to never win the championship mm, in your that. lifetime, who would you pick? Like once they win a championship, you automatically die. Some you know, a lot of people were saying the Kings, they would live forever. Uh, who would you guys pick as your team to never, ever win a championship as long as you... The, the, the one... Uh, Joe's going to hate me. You're going to say it? You're going to say that? Yeah. You're going to go the curse? You're going to say the yeah. curse? You're going to say that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even with Bake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's wrong with your mic there, bud? <laughs> I was going to take a little different route on that one. Uh, I would just say any of my teams because I am the biggest jinx in the world. that I, I could be like, I don't know, pick one. Bengals, Reds, Notre Dame. They're never going to win as long as I'm alive anyway, so screw it. And if they do, <laughs> I'm probably going to die of a heart attack anyways because I'm shocked <laughs> that my team actually won something. So, yeah, it's just my teams. That's my pick. <laughs> I mean, once upon a time, I could have picked the Royals, and then they would, and they true. won one. I feel like the Lions would be a popular pick to go with because uh, Detroit's just a they, they got nothing going on there. Um, maybe the Jaguars. That's an interesting choice to go with. Yeah, one one sports cities tend to have Kansas Jayhawks football. That's a good team to to back is never winning a. Did it have to be pro or was it just any team ever? The question was brought as pro. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say okay. I feel like because otherwise if you just do any team ever, be like let me just pick a Sun Belt team. And they're, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're never gonna win the NCAA championship. So eh. you could even you could even go up to Big Ten and be like Northwestern. Oh, that'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, you wouldn't even have to go Sun Belt. You could just say one of the I lesser mean, teams. No, but you just pick a non Power Five team and you're sick because even when they go undefeated, they don't even get a chance to play. So screw it, Go, um, you you USF. I know, but dare to live boldly. I'd be like <laughs> Kentucky football. <laughs> dare to live boldly. Like, just oh, I mean they're in the SEC. All the Ohio State people picking Michigan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, okay. If it's just a pro franchise. Um, Man, is there any still gotta go brown? Is there any hockey team that's just like straight garbage that have been garbage like that's our been, entire yeah, lives? Been garbage forever. Maybe uh, I'm sure there is. I can't. Carolina's been pretty. Yeah, Carolina's a good choice. Yeah, but they they've had playoff runs. Any any like Canadian team? They they haven't won in like forever. Yeah, but Toronto's like coming back. They were really terrible for most of our lives, and now they're rebuilding. And that's our hockey talk. Um, I wanted to get to this quote that came out this uh, today, actually. So they asked LeBron, speaking of this Anthony Davis trade. <coughs> liar. 
Sorry. I mean, the, the Lakers are, there's a lot of people who are questioning the team chemistry. Uh, there's a lot of questions going on. So during a shoot around, they asked LeBron uh, it, about the idea. Is he pushing the Lakers to make moves sooner rather than later? We talked about this last week where you guys were saying, yes, LeBron is telling them they need to win right now or else he's going to be furious. And I said, why push now when you can get him in the offseason for cheaper? Uh, you don't need to give up all these pieces. Go ahead and just wait it out. You're not going to win this year anyway, so who cares? And LeBron's quote might favor my point of view here a little bit. He's probably lying, but at least it favors my point of view. Uh, so LeBron said, uh, quote, there's nothing I need to get in this league that I don't already have. Everything else for me is just icing on the cake. There's nothing I'm chasing. Hmm. Cool. Okay, so you clearly believe this is all just a lie. Yep. Like he's my question is, if you're a Lakers fan, how infuriated are you by that quote? Because basically that's LeBron James saying, Look, man, I don't care. I'm just here to ride off into the sunset. I don't care one bit. We could win, lose, don't matter. I'm getting paid and then I'm out. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if Lakers fans are upset. <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, yeah. laugh, I'm laughing. But like the right, past, yeah. but like the past twelve months, they've been you know photoshopping images of like Paul George in right, a Lakers right, jersey yeah, yeah, and everybody yeah. in a Lakers jersey, and then AD. Yeah, Man, I mean, I, I don't, it. I don't ever feel any sympathy for Lakers fans. But no, I'm, I'm not saying, that you, I'm not saying if you feel sympathy for it. I'm saying if you're a Lakers fan, how pissed are you about this oh, comment? Because fan, if I'm I mean, a fan of that team and my superstar well, says right. I'm not chasing anything, well, bro, you better be chasing that ring. Well, look, man, if I'm a Lakers fan, I'm butthurt about everything because I'm that's always butthurt. Yeah, so yeah, that's I point. mean, yeah, that's fair I mean that he had to say that after basically he wanted to trade everybody on the team and then everybody's still there and he's like. Yo, what's up, guys? So, like, <laughs> I love you guys. Want to keep that's playing? Not, that's or? not how you say it. You don't say, "I don't need anything else. I don't have to chase anything." You, all you have to say in that situation is, "Look, I want our team to be as good as possible. I think we've got the pieces here to win." But it would have been nice to have something that takes us a little bit over the top. But you know, it is what it is. We're gonna buckle down. We're so gonna get you after wanted this. Want to ring. tell them a different? Uh, I mean, yeah, you don't come out and say you don't want a ring. Like that's, that's closer. Crazy. That's closer to the truth than him lying about the players being good enough to win anything. <laughs> I mean, if I was those players, I'd be like, I'd be looking at him like, "Come on, bro. You know we ain't good enough to win." <laughs> you, you just just said you don't want no more rings. At least I don't believe that. Kinda. Lonzo's like, dude, come on. I'm not gonna get you anything. What are you talking about? It's my just, dad that says that, not me. I just saw a tweet earlier that said. <laughs> If Lonzo had shot at Tupac, he'd still be alive today. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I thought it was pretty hysterical, too. That's fantastic. That's oh. a real good one. Uh, Ken says LeBron, Kawhi, and AD will be in L.A. next year. No, Warriors God. Side. Here we go. Here we go. That's an L.A. fan. L.A. fan. I don't is, think Ken is an L.A. fan. No? Okay. Well, whatever. L.A. fan has put everybody who's anybody in an L.A. jersey in the past three or four. Anyway, since Kobe retired, according to Laker fan, every superstar is on their way to LA because everybody wants to play there. And Kobe returning. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Kobe theory that Kobe was going to unretire. Yeah. I mean, so it's just, I, you know, I, it is what it is. You know, they, they got LeBron and that's, it's funny though, because my cousin is a really big Lakers fan and it's almost like getting, getting LeBron 
I don't know if it was so much of a foregone conclusion that it wasn't that big of a deal or it didn't last like the, the shine wore off of it really quickly. But yeah. for whatever reason, he he's always talking about it in terms of the next person. Right. And it's right. not like, Oh, we got LeBron and we're all set. It's, Oh, uh, we're, we're going to get these other three guys. And then, <laughs> then we'll, well, they set. came to the realization of what has happened when LeBron gets to your city. Right. In the past, like, <laughs> 10 years yeah everyone's gone basically new coaches fights with gms and management and gets players and right everything's supposed to make playoffs and championships everything goes nuclear and then kind of turns and then he leaves and you're like what wasteland do we have left good lord he does leave hello cleveland (laughs) we're gonna be lucky to win five games this year he leaves craters he doesn't yeah lebron goes scorched earth wherever he goes Look at Miami. Miami. I mean, Miami wasn't great before you got there. They were just the average Ma- team. Just but, Miami. but they were, I mean, Dwayne Wade had that team, and, and they They, they did the win playoffs. the championship. Well, they won the championship. They did it. Yeah, they got a ring. Yeah. But they weren't anything that was like, wow, that's a dominant team. Then LeBron shows up, and they get Chris Bosh, and the team just becomes a superpower. And then LeBron leaves, and Miami's like, oh, what happened here? And he goes back to Cleveland, and Cleveland all of a sudden becomes a superpower again after being garbage while he was gone. And then he leaves again, and Cleveland's just like, uh, yeah, we already knew this was coming. We just knew. We just <laughs> we, want, we, he, could, we wanted that one. Yeah, yeah. We got it. All right, cool. You did your thing, Bron. <laughs> Cleveland's but, like, we may never win again. I don't care. We got the one. That's all that we needed. But yeah, so speaking of the Heat and Chris Bosh, he is about to get his jersey retired for the two years that he or two or three years that he played there what which Dude, also brings why? up the point that lebron why? is probably going to get his jersey retired there oh that's right wait we talked Dude, about the dan, heat they yeah. have dan marino yeah, and michael jordan as retirees like that, 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 those actually, that these actually make sense <laughs> i did forget that they had dan but marino do retired you think, do you think for his one championship year two years that he was there do you think no deserves that? especially not bosh bosh is not, the it's dude not, it's not it's not even that it's to get your jersey retired you have to have spent a good amount of your career there one and one quite a bit and instead they're like ah, you were the third guy on the heatles <laughs> sure. i mean Dwayne wade yes he will have his jersey retired he should have his jersey retired now, there's that's, the man who deserves that that's jersey the retired guy for that the franchise. he should have a statue outside of that in stadium fact, him alonzo morning and tim hardaway are probably the only three heat players in their history <laughs> who should have their jerseys retired shack has his again stupid right or like, his championship <laughs> run with them like the, the <laughs> It must be something in the water down in Miami. They're just Bush League franchises all over the place. And, I mean, the one after. So Chris Bosh got announced, and they're doing it in a month. So they're waiting one month while he's still technically in the league almost, but he got kicked out for the blood clot thing. And then Udonis Haslam is the one after D-Wade. Oh, jeez. That's ridiculous. Udonis but, Haslam makes more sense, though. Right. It's definitely more sense, but still ridiculous. Craft Root Sports, who's this? What the Finney Town is on Scott's face? <laughs> Finney Town. Mookie, fantastic censorship, my friend. Coming hot. Well done. Coming in I am hot. proud of I you. Mean, I mean, I know y'all trying to keep it clean, so I just figured, you know, I'd go with something that's basically equitable, equitable to what I was trying to say. And I like to consider myself a pretty loyal listener. And I don't remember y'all saying anything about having a fava slash porn stash in the punishment. So who did you lose a bet with? Nobody. That's a good question. Why did you choose that? Because I felt yeah. like it. Okay. What does your okay. wife have to say about this? Oh, she hates it. 
Actually, I asked her this week because I had said originally, she said, how long was this going to go on for? This was a few weeks back. And I said, you know, if you really hate it that much, uh, I'll get rid of it for Valentine's Day. Well, Valentine's Day is next week. Valentine's Day is next week, and I don't really want to get rid of it. And so I was like, on a scale of you don't really like it to cut that thing off or you'll divorce me. Uh, where are we at on the whole stash thing? She's like, I've come to peace with it. I, I still don't like it, but I've come oh, to peace with God. it. So it's staying. See, I was about to give you credit for, you know, playing chess while we just playing tic-tac-toe. <laughs> you, build, you build up ill will towards yourself for weeks with the stash, right? But then for Valentine's Day, you shave it off, and she is so exuberant with it that she lets you go to bed without putting the kids down for the night. Who said that's still not the plan and I don't just show up with a sand stash? Mookie. Right, fair enough, fair enough. Mookie, what do you got for us tonight, man? What do I got for you, man? I, I got to tell you, I've, I've been keeping a call sheet for a while because every every couple days some pops up. I'm like, oh, I got to call the guys about this. And but I love it because all, I'm just glad. I'm proud of you for calling in at 930 instead of at 1002 right after we signed <laughs> off. So congrats to oh, you, yeah, man. Yeah, I've learned a little bit. Yeah. So the only reason I saw the stash in the first place was our, our game finished, right? I go on to Facebook Live to check out the feed. And the first thing I see is Scott shuffling back over to see he sits down. And I go, what the heck? <laughs> this fool real quick. I'm then, glad wait, that's wait, how you wait, find wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. We're a little too sober. Let's let's wait on that for just a hot sec. But I saw you were on the air for 36 minutes, so I kind of knew what time frame I was working with. Um, so first, I want to give a shout out to Joe because I find myself using his cool, 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 cool. all the time. It's very. No one has any idea what I'm referencing, but like it, it gets the point across great. It's like, universal. It is a perfect segue. Yeah, it's fantastic. Cool, cool, I cool, did cool, want cool, to cool, ask, cool. though, <laughs> I was watching Sunny the other day, and I believe it was like season five, and Charlie dropped that, and I was just wondering if that was at all the inspiration for Joe's catchphrase. Uh, no, I got it from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy so, Samberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that, that makes sense, too. That's a good show. That's a quality show. Quality show. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Next on the checklist. <laughs> Next on the checklist. <laughs> KD... Is softer than mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. We hadn't gotten there, but we, we were yep. close. We were getting that there, so thank you for bringing that up. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, my bad. I didn't mean no, to, I no, didn't no, mean no, no, no. That's good. You're good. That's perfect. A good yeah, uh, Kevin like, Durant. I, just, I, I don't get it, and and like, there's a part of me that like, uh, I heard on on a radio show on the four letter this morning, you know, because CBS Craft Root Sports is where you get all your news and latest sports <laughs> tips. But yes, I heard sir. this morning when they played the clip where he was just going off, all I want to do is play basketball, blah, blah, y'all trying to make this out, whatever. All right, that's fine, fair, I get that. But then the guy goes, all right, well, so how do you think the team's playing, whatever? He goes, you don't care about that, damn. And he, like, walks off. <laughs> and, like, yeah, maybe that's true. But, like, at the same time, dude, like, do your job. Like, honestly, it can't be that bad to get paid millions and millions of dollars to win an NBA championship every year. Like, that's all they do. They show up and they win. Like, I get it. But, like, at what point do we all stop boxing with boxing gloves and go MMA style and put on, you know, the whatever it is, like, two-and-a-half-ounce gloves and knock this guy out like he deserves? Like, thank you, Joe. Yeah. And 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 not to not to say anything about the the Lakers as a competitive team, but you got to think LeBron is loving the fact that he's just sitting there across the bay or whatever, watching this dude catch all the heat, all the heat, and he's just like, yeah, 
people are just like, hey, old man, how's that going, dude? You go, you go play this year? You good? You good? And, and he's completely <laughs> off the hook now. You know what I mean? It's just, it's insane. So that, that's, that's the other thing. And the last thing, and I'm going to end with this because I know I'll get Mike real heated, and then you can pick this up. Oh, boy, here we go. I don't give no damn about the Reds. Like, seriously, man. I get that it's local talk radio, but – you see Bearcats, they got something going on. We need to start talking about when we're going to fire Travis Steele and we're going to start the Kickstarter to, you know, fund the bio for that fool. And yet all they're talking about is MF and third string catchers and shit. Like, who cares about trading for minor leaguers? MF no and one third cares about the rest. And shit. Quality. <laughs> yeah. Know, right? Wait, did you say hard. trading, trading really for third hard. stringers like Yasiel Puig and Mag Kemp? Like, those third stringers? Dude, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Literally, who cares? No one's going to see Yasiel Puig play after maybe June because, let's be honest, homeboy's going to stop showing up. Like, I don't think he's got to Cincinnati yet. because He has, realize and people what love he him. Himself into. He was here like, during the polar vortex. Today, right? He, he was outside today when he, it was 60 degrees, raining, and 80% humidity with thunderstorms. Tomorrow, it's going to be 25 and windy as hell. Go you back. Think Yasiel's going to play with this at all? Go back and look at Yasiel's Instagram because he was here during the polar vortex, going around town, taking pictures with people, loving it. Killing it, man. Mookie. Cool. You want to know why? That's because his handler told him, listen, dude, this is your last <laughs> shot. All you got to do is show up for the first two and a half months, bat more than 150, and show that you can catch a ball and, and warm ups, and you'll be out of here. You know what I mean? Like, please. Please, Mookie. What you Please, other than you know, just a PR stunt. Mookie, it's great to hear the call, man. Love you, bud. See you, man. Cheers. <laughs> what, I'm very proud of him. What he, what he fails to remember is that much like no matter what in Cleveland, it's all about the Browns. No matter what the rest of the teams do, like at the end of the day, it's the Browns. Here, it's all about the Reds. Okay, but so and, all the other teams can do whatever. If the Reds are even slightly interesting, that's what's going to. And not only that. Talk. Why would we talk about the UC at all when we know that UC doesn't matter how good they are, they're, they're leaving the tournament. The yeah, the first <laughs> the first weekend of the tournament, they're going home. So it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, we we this is a great team that also disappointed us. So just well, exactly, it's not March Madness yet. Right, right. You start talking about college basketball in March. That's what we, <laughs> no doubt. It was. Uh, I mean, maybe if Duke was still undefeated, we would care about college basketball. But at this point, it's just like I don't know. We'll see what happens come March. And when March comes around, be sure to join in. Minuteman Madness. Minuteman uh, Madness. All March long. <laughs> Sell out. 300. We won't <laughs> stop the goal. until we get to Sell out. Create as many email addresses as you need to to get us to 300 members. And while you're, signing, while you're signing up for Minuteman Madness, <laughs> go on ahead and click on Tavor to get their great, amazing deals. Sell out. And Gamefly. <laughs> <laughs> and Audible.com. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're not needy. Are you guys needy? I'm not needy. Nope. Are you needy? Nope. needy? Nope. 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 Let's pick apart Drew's arguments here for a minute. Uh, first of all, I 100% agree with him. KD whining in that press conference was awful. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was unbelievable. First of all, he hasn't talked to the media in eight days. It was just unnecessary. Well, it, you, if you're a star like that, like KD has come out and or it, it was revealed this week that he said that after the Warriors beat 
the Cavs, he believed that he was going to be considered the greatest player in the league. Like he was going to overtake LeBron after that. And everybody was going to say, Kevin Durant is the best player in the league, which is, not LeBron. Which is odd because on his own team, he was still the second banana. Well, I mean, he and won, like, he won like, MVPs. LeBron had that block, you know, that Iguodala, the Curry, the back yeah. with the up with the layup, and then block led LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. But I mean, at least, I mean, I think from Durant's point, he was like, I won the finals MVP over, you know, Le- I played LeBron and I was the finals MVP. I should be considered the, the greatest player playing. But nobody did. Everybody was just like, yeah, yeah, you still are a snake that joined well, Golden I love, State. Nobody I love cares. Kevin Durant, but he misread the room. Yeah, he did. Big time. But that's what I'm that saying. One, like, That's what I'm saying. You can't sit out for eight weeks and not talk to the media and then believe you're supposed to be the guy and then come in and wonder why people are asking why you're not talking to the media. Like, that's crazy. And his whole thing was he was like, why should I say anything? You guys take my words and spin it however you want. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's what happens. Yes, that is what happens. So don't say stupid things that could be misconstrued. And then if you're the best player, guess what? People are going to take your words and they're going to say what they want with them. Like, don't. I don't. You can't have it both ways, KD. Yeah, no, it's it's a really weird stand to take uh, mid-season, too. It just, I I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. But, I don't know, I love KD. But every, he couldn't have... not known how everything was perceived. I mean, it was five minutes after he signed with the Warriors that everybody was like, wow, that's a weak move as far as, you know, right. joining the team right. that you beat. Like, so he couldn't have actually thought either that or he, like I said, he just completely misread the room and thought, eh, winning cures all and yeah, everybody will see and now win and it'll just, I'll be the second best player. And I mean, he won MVP of that series. He, he's back to back finals MVP. Right. And I mean, that's fine and all, but I don't know if he knows what all goes into that whole best player in the right. world argument. Right, right. It's, it's not just winning a couple titles. Yeah, it's not It's not winning a couple titles on the best team ever created. Right. It's And again, you're like the second guy. I mean, because even though you might be the best player, it's still Steph's team. The reason <laughs> why you're so good is because there are so many weapons that need to be defended that it, it well, no, makes it impossible defense, to... I think he's good no matter he's what very team good. he's Don't get me wrong. He's, very, he's, a, he's a great player. Uh, Kevin Durant is an elite player in the NBA, but he is not the best player in the NBA no, by yeah. a long stretch. But, and the reason why he's so dominant on the Warriors is because you have Clay, you have Steph, you have Draymond. Like, there's plenty of other guys that can be the guy. I actually think he's the second best player in the, the NBA. But I mean, there's a giant chasm in between him and LeBron. That's the, that's the problem. It's LeBron. Right. Even at this age, it's LeBron. I mean, the chasm is closing as LeBron ages, but still it's so great that no matter what he did and what he does, like until LeBron leaves the game, there will be nobody else better in the world. Right. I mean, I, I mean, maybe if LeBron's still, you know, running around when he's forty, and it's clear that, you know, I mean, all right, he's not the best anymore because he's just aged out of it. But that's it. The only two things that are going to catch up to LeBron are age or retirement. LeBron doesn't care because he's not chasing anything. Anyways, <laughs> let's. Yeah. Uh, Drew mentioned the MLB and and the Reds. Uh, I did want to get into these rule change proposals that came out this week from MLB. These are not finalized, but it looks like eventually the DH is going to be coming everywhere. Boo! 
Joe, big pro DH fan. DH rules. Scott, anti-DH. I'm a flip-flopper on this one. I was anti-DH for a long time, and now I'm pro-DH because... I mean, yeah, that just fits your KD snake mentality, you know? You know, know, I do what I can, and I expect to be recognized as the best member of this team right now. Mute his mic. (laughs) (laughs) He won't mute my mic because now I'm on board with the DH. I mean, Um, you need... Vic to call in to say that you're the best one of us three, just like he did, LaVar did for Lonzo or something? Is that what you need? Is that what you need to happen? I need Big Vic to say, this show will never go anywhere uh, without me on it. That's what I need Big Vic to say, just like LaVar. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyways, so the DH is looking like it's coming. They said as early as this year, which won't happen. That's bananas, right? You can't flip that no, switch this year. No, that's not coming this year. I know that the that but was the next rumor year that is it probably was coming, coming like yesterday, but there's no way. I mean, we're a week from pitchers and catchers <laughs> I was just reporting. Say, I was like, the season starts in a month and a half. Like that's going to take some real adjustments to lineups. Where it's at least going to take one full off season, right? Right. <laughs> you can't just institute it weeks away. They they show up like the day before opening day. Oh, by the way, um. Uh, your pitchers don't have to hit anymore. Well, it's like, what? Well, okay. they, said, they said they were going to do, for this year coming up, only interleague play do you play by all DH, and then the next season everyone has a DH. So if you play mm. interleague games... Regardless of what stadium it's in. You know, regardless, you, oh, okay, if, gotcha. if it's interleague, you use a DH. No matter who the home team for is. For this year, next that makes year. Sense. Well, I mean, that's why? that's fine if they try to do that transition. Only Hang because, on. You know, Hang on. Whatever, but. Interleague play, does that also include the World Series? Does that mean the World Series is DH? Because that changes everything. That'd be Again, a great question. That gives a huge advantage to the American League team who is constructed right. to have a DH where the National League team is like, uh, I don't know, let's just get this guy off the bench. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that they'll do that. I can't I feel like I feel you like can't the, do it the for the NL, World Series. I was gonna right? say the NL would have a, a big problem with that. That's that's really rough to pull that card. Yeah. For, but but I for mean, if you're way, saying, I mean, yeah, for interleague play, through. that's an interleague play, right? Uh, the other big rule change that was talked about is a three batter minimum for pitchers, and I know a lot of people are against this. I'm actually, I right don't this hate one. this one. This I, one I'm is fine with this one. Yeah, and and the the idea behind it is speed up the pace of play because you don't have a guy coming in a lefty Facing that pitches to a lefty and then he gets pulled and then another guy comes in to face a righty and he walks the guy and they're like, all right, we'll get him out and pull in a, and we just went through three pitching changes. <laughs> There's only been one out and we've taken twenty nine minutes. minutes in commercial breaks <laughs> during that time, but um, twenty minutes of real time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, like nine minutes of commercial breaks right. where it's like you could have if one guy was pitching this whole time. That's nine minutes off of this for sure like easily right. nine minutes cut off this game so i i like this idea of making guys and face a three batter and minimum. the exception is injury or if they can come in for like the last batter they get that out inning ends then they don't have to come back out again which makes so total end, sense. Of inning, end of so inning and injury. that was going to be my question is like if uh you bring in a guy you've got a four-run lead you bring in a guy at the start of the ninth inning and he faces three batters, gives up three home runs. Now it's a one-run game, uh, but he somehow gets an out in there, and then you want to go to your closer. It's like, sorry, actually, he's only going to face two batters. Actually, that's a really good question. Uh, only or This would be a really good rule for that thing. Say a reliever comes in. Say your, your, your lefty comes in, and you're, you're, you're like, all right, there's two left-handed batters up, and then we think he can get the third guy. Yeah. For whatever reason, 
doesn't get the first guy. Let's say he walks him. Next guy gives up a home run. Okay. Ah, crap. We were already going to take him out, but now he's got to face the righty. Right. No, he has to. Yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. Gives up a home run to the righty. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, they've scored three runs right. just like that. Right. I mean, this puts a, a, a crazy... It changes the game. It does. It puts a crazy I mean, element of that'd strategy. That'd be a good counter, there. like... Ninth inning, you can you can switch. Maybe that's maybe that's what the PA will bring up or the coaches or something. No, see, I wouldn't want it like that. Just, I would just like, it, just like just you know, like the NBA or NFL last two minutes of a game. It's only that. Yeah, I feel that's fine, I feel but like, I feel like this has to be a rule all the way across. Yeah, no, no ninth inning rules because then what about extra innings and all that? I mean, then it all of a sudden extends. Well, for that extra and, innings, there this for this spring training, they're gonna experiment the the runners on second you, runner on second. If it's spring training, you end after like 11 innings or something like that and then you start in the 10th with a runner on second just to save people in the spring training which makes sense and that's fine because spring training i don't know why they play until forever in spring training anyway i still don't understand why we're afraid of ties in baseball like just stop it after nine well what's you're funny tied is, after nine cool you're tied what's funny is it has the most games of all the sports and yet they don't want ties that's what i'm saying you have 162 <laughs> games it's gonna figure its way right. out the football it's a big deal because there's only 16 of them but in baseball eh, well yeah right. i mean you have over give them give them four four more innings if they can't right, get it done fair, in four yeah. in, four innings four oh, quarters yeah, no, no, no. whatever I'm, i was gonna say i'm perfectly fine with them three adding, innings. i was gonna say three innings because you basically look at is you know yeah the, three six the, the nine three, six. twelve yeah. yeah so i would be perfectly fine if they said after three innings whatever happens you're tied over. nflpa yeah. would be all on board with that yeah it's saving the players you don't have to worry about it, it. would save and their then, pace of play and then on top of that the the fans don't want to be there for long games. Well, Anyways, just, they stop serving beer after the seventh. I want out of there. I well, want done not, at the ninth. Not only that, you know for sure the game is going to end at a certain point. Right. With extra innings now, I mean, it can literally go on forever. Right, right. You get those <laughs> 1 a.m. Knowing games. having an arbitrary, all right, at 13 innings, no matter what, if you're sitting there in the 12th, you're like, all right, well, it's only going to go one more, and then you know we're going home one way or the other. Right. I feel like with 162, there's plenty of room for ties. Absolutely, you can tie. Like, who cares? I mean, how many games are actually still tied after 13 innings anyways? You know? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's but a small the, number of the, games. It's a small number, but the answer when you look at it, though, is too many when, when you're talking about how many games take those extra right, few right. hours. Right. That's so. fair. Um, all right. The, so those are the two big rules. So we're kind of split on that. You're anti-DH. Forever and always. I'm fine with it only because I, I saw that the players want it. So at this point, if the players want it, then cool. Let them have the DH. I'm fine with a, a DH rule. That's just a money grab, though. I don't care if it's a money grab. If that's what they want, if the players want that, then that's fine. Let them, let them play with the DH. <laughs> you're such a, it's a game for the fans. such an old white guy, Scott. You, you are you such purist. an old white guy. I am. When it comes to baseball, I, mean, yeah. I am the oldest white guy. We took his card earlier, and now yeah. he's sticking with it with baseball. Man, get off my lawn. Tried to call. Tried to say John Wall did the Dougie, and now you're like, this is how it's always been done. Nine on nine. Burr, burr, burr. Don't let your ball come in my yard. You ain't getting back. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> Scott's going to show up in a MAGA hat next week. That's where whoa, he's at. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's be cool. Moving on, moving on. We real don't quick, need to talk politics. Real quick, real quick, sports. Real quick. Cool. AAF, AAF is starting this week. Most people don't even know what that is. The Alliance of American <laughs> Football. Football. <laughs> half, half a DJ Aaron. I like that. Half horn. I like that. Uh, the AAF starts this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. There's, I don't even know how many teams. There's some interesting players in this league. Denard Robinson. Eight teams. Eight teams. Denard Robinson, Trent Richardson. Four make the playoff. <sighs> half the league. It's hockey. 
high school basketball where everybody's in just bring indoor football. Uh, I'm actually really excited to watch some AAF. I am excited just to see how everything looks. Right, that's because what I want to see this, the level of play. Right, you've got all these guys that you've at least kind of heard of that are in the league, so that's a good start because when the XFL came around, it was a bunch of guys that hadn't been names for years, but right. these all other guys are recent like NFL yeah. flunkies, and so that that'll be interesting just to see what the quality of play is, but. I'm interested just to see what other things they have mixed up, and I got to tell you, I'm more interested in it than I will be, uh, than I was the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, like Without looking a forward doubt. more to it than the yeah, Super Bowl. I'm gonna make some buffalo chicken dip on Saturday. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna sit down with some going beers. Going all in. Yeah. You yeah. go beer helmet. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if, I, if I had one, I would do that. But instead, I'll just be drinking a beer like a normal person. How do you uh, not have a beer helmet? Because I'm just an seem adult. Like the, you just seem like <laughs> yeah, he really does. You definitely Joe's, bought one like freshman year, and, and you, you have still it wear stored it? somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And you your nachos, your nachos are in a football helmet. It plays the Monday Night Football theme song when I lift up the bowl. You bought. You bought. You still have the helmet from baseball games that you just <laughs> fill every single Sunday with ice cream, <laughs> ice cream or nachos, and you just—that's you, man. Uh, that, you do seem like that guy. That's dad life. Do I really seem like that guy? The beer helmet like for sure. The, I don't know about the other. I don't stuff. know if the you beer... go as far as painting your chest while at home still, or the but... the beer helmet. You got one of those. I don't have a beer helmet, but I feel like I need one. If that's you my owned, did you ever? I was no, say, I've you ever never owned, owned a beer really? helmet. No, I've never like owned you. a beer uh, helmet. Yeah, that would definitely been a you thing. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Joe's Joe's making all the points here. That's uh, that's right up your alley. Let's get in a consumer candidate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the stereotype of me as a guy. Oh, with but a it was okay helmet. with me wearing a MAGA hat. You're old white guy that I wants said moving this. on after that point. <laughs> Stick to sports, jeez! I gotta have one. Stick line. to sports. I gotta have one line every show that Joe gets really mad about. It has to happen. Anyways, oh uh, consumer candidate brought to you as always by Tavor. Go sign up for Tavor on your first order. Put in the code two five eight zero two three. And while you're doing that, zero two. You go let right me try over it to again. Minute since, Man Madness. Since Scott, just, and since uh, Minuteman Madness hasn't started yet, and Scott just overrode that two five eight. Zero two three. Put that code in, and you're going to get ten dollars off your second order with Tavor. But so sign up and man use that code. Madness. It's coming soon. Do that. Uh, this week we had Smorty by Listerman Brewing. Um, this was one shout out Tyson Thorpe for pulling this one in for us. Uh, Scott, go to you first. What do you think of Smorty? Had so much hype. Oh. There was no way it could live up to it. Fourteen ninety nine for a four pack. Just throwing that out there as well. And it did not. Oh yeah! I got to can this one. Oh man! Okay. I didn't want to. I felt like for weeks and weeks and weeks this was going to finally be the s'mores beer. It's our fault because we waited too long. We should have just had it as soon as we got it. That's yeah. what we should have done. Nah, I, I, this was our fault all the way. We hyped it up so much, and in our mind, it was a legend, and it came out Lavarble, Lonzo Ball. Sorry. <laughs> Not even Lavar. Jello. I think you mean Jello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ouch. Damn. You mean was Jello. Like, ooh, All right. Ouch. Well, Joe, with that comment, it sounds like I know where you stand on this one as so, well. So I will say this is the first stout that we've had where I can taste all four of the things that you put in the flavor. I personally can taste You can the taste vanilla. the nutmeg? I'm not getting nutmeg, I can. but I get the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, the rest of them I can taste, but not the nutmeg. But again, I mean, like, I understand why people like it. This isn't the stout that turns the corner for me. Yeah. 
I am also going to can it, and the reason why I'm canning this one is because of the price. At $14.99 for a four-pack, this better be 12%. I was canning it before you said that, but as soon as you said that, I was like, oh. I if it's at 7.5%, it's it's overpriced. It's a, I think it's got great flavor. I think it's, it's solid, but for the value, it's terrible. This needs to be a higher ABV beer to get me in. Uh, Ken threw this out real quick before we uh, move on and end the show. West Coast beer or East Coast beer? West Coast. West Coast. It's coming from the guy who doesn't like IPAs. Cool. Scott or uh, Joe? <laughs> uh, I'm a West Coaster. West Coast. Uh, I'm going to go New England IPAs is my favorite, so I'm going East Coast. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, <laughs> just because I don't... You think about how many Tavor beers that we've gotten that have all been they all the West, West Coast. Coast. Yeah, like, that, fair that was what I was fair doing. But, I, like, uh, but you're also... Like, West Coast is known for, like, their... I know. Harsh. I know what they're known for. You but can't thinking, Pliny the Elder. You can't claim West Coast. No, I can, because <laughs> all the beers we get from the West Coast from the Tavor. Like, all of them. <laughs> all right, Joe. Uh, let's get to our Would You Rather poll for this week. This week, uh, would you rather Bama win forever and block the Patriots from ever winning the Super Bowl again, or the Patriots win forever and block Bama? I am going to vote on this one and say that I want uh, the Patriots to win and block Bama, mainly because college football is better than the NFL. Scott, what's your choice? I am so sick of the Patriots. I want to block them forever. Whatever I got to so do. You're betting Bama. Them. You're yep. going with Bama. Bama. Okay. And I don't even want to see Nick Saban win all the time, but got to go Bama. Joe, how did it shake out? America has voted across all our platforms, and they came out to a 68%. Mm, close. They'd rather see the Patriots keep winning than Bama win. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. The Nick Saban is hated more than Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Um, very interesting. Uh, I like this poll question. This is a solid one. Joe would have picked the Warriors. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. This is a super fun show. Uh, I'm glad Scott made it through without uh, snotting all over the place. Uh, so I did have to get tissues. I know you did. <laughs> Knock the camera out of whack. Joe couldn't go to that view anymore. Uh, you're not in the camera view anymore. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Be sure to follow us at Crafty Sports. You can follow me at Mike Berlin. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. You can follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the good stuff. Shout out to Twelve Ounce Sports Radio for hosting the show. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and buy some merchandise. And use codes for Tavor and Gamefly that you will hear at the beginning of the show. We love you, and we are selling out. Thank you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish, season after season. 
Make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.